Back to the crossover podcast, the show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports, and it is sports time as we are going to be talking about Week Ten in the National Football League. Joining me today is a man who never boomerangs his twiggy during practice, Craig Needles. How's it going, Craig? Good, thanks. And that means that I uh, am no longer qualified to be the MP for Muskoka <laughs> Perry Sound. <laughs> oh God, that's right—a politics joke. <laughs> Oh, we, we don't like to bust them out that often, but when we do, they hit and they hit hard on the crossover podcast. Um, also with us today, Bill. How's it going, Bill Needles? It is going well. Thank you, Matt. All right. Uh, good to have you guys here. Um, you guys had a good week nine. I did not, and uh, neither did the books. Vegas took it on the chin during week nine. I, well, I actually salvaged my week uh, with, with that uh, Tennessee uh uh, cover that uh, you know uh, didn't really have to sweat at any point uh, during basically the ball was kicked off and I was like oh I got this sweet <laughs> right like won't be such a bad week after all <laughs> still not great but um it's, it was good it's a good week for people who have the Dallas Cowboys under too that's true yeah I don't, I don't care for the fact unless that they have... unless they go six and two the rest of the way I'm pretty much good yeah. or sorry six and three rather but yeah so week ten. You know, once I like to get to double digits, I like to check back in on my uh, over-unders for the week. And so we're just going to go over the big seven that I had from our over-under pod. And I think you guys are going to give me thumbs up or thumbs down on how I'm doing here. Okay. So, first up, the Texans, over eight and a half games, currently six and three. That looked pretty bad six weeks ago, didn't it? It certainly did. <laughs> My how things changed on that one. So now you need them to go three and four the rest of the way, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think that's probably going to happen for you. Okay. What say you, Bill? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh, yeah. Love it. Right. They're going to win three thumbs four. Up. Easy. Next up, the Tennessee Titans. I had them under eight and a, eight games, and they are four and four right now. Under eight... <sighs> I think that's got to break down a schedule a little bit. I mean, yeah, I'm looking got, at it right now. Yeah, got to find uh, five wins. They got five wins for you to lose. Well, they had the Patriots this week, so yeah, that's a loss. I like that. I like that. Right at Colts, okay. at Texans. Okay. They'll lose against the Texans. Mm. But be- then they have Jets home to Blake Bortles and friends on a Thursday. Mm. Then they have at the Giants. Ooh. And then they've got the Washington football team and then the Colts. Look, they have five winnable games and you need them to win all five. So I, I like it. Okay. Uh, you know, no, I, yeah. I honestly think that they will likely be the favorites in every game left in their schedule, except for this week and at the Patriots. Mm. Or no, this week and at the Texans, rather. I think yeah, they're going to be the favorite no in every way, game yeah. schedule. You think hosting the Jaguars, you probably get, they get the three-point bomb. Hosting or... the Jaguars on a Thursday, they'll be a favorite. Yeah, 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 fair enough. All right, so could go either way. So that, 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 that's it. You're going to need them to lose some games or uh, a, a game or two they're favored in is what's mm. going to have to happen for you. All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll tentatively say that that one could go either way. Oh, oh God, this one's a drag. The Giants over seven. Oh, record the, they, one and the Giants seven. have to get to eight, eight and eight. Yeah, so they Here. have to go seven and one the rest of the way. 
Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that's probably not going to happen for you. Yeah, I agree also. God, it was only seven. Uh, you know what? I, I look at that set. I thought it was eight. Now that I realize it was seven, I'm not going to beat myself over the head for that one too badly. I mean, obviously, I wasn't even close, but uh, yeah. Hey, this will make you feel a little bit better. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams over 10, currently 8-1. and one. Hey, yeah, I think you're going to get that one. Yeah, I think Good. so, too. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking decent so far. Um, the San Francisco 49ers under eight and a half wins I had. Two and seven. Two more losses. I need. Can we find two more losses on the Niners schedule? Probably, Probably. not this week. <laughs> Probably not this week. So the Niners need to lose. Two, I would suggest that the Niners are going to lose two more games. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and say that. I might be pretty good on this one. Um, the Vikings over 10 wins, 5-3-1. and one. Oh, that's right there, isn't it? Yeah. Boy, that could go the schedule's way. The schedule's about to get a lot nicer for Minnesota. That's though. true. A lot nicer for Minnesota. They like the the tough game the toughest games in their schedule they've already played and uh well I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say lost, but not one, which mm-hmm. was at the Packers, uh and then they had the Rams and then they had the um the, they had the Saints as well. But they've got at Chicago this week, then home to Green Bay. There's a game in Foxborough, mm-hmm. but the last week, the last few weeks, they've got Seattle, Miami, Detroit, and home to the Bears. I feel as though that's uh, going to be not as difficult as their first little bit of the schedule has been. Should, I should at least get the push here, right? Like I said, they should at least get to 10 wins, I think, the Vikings. Man, I'd be laughing if they didn't fuck up that Bills game. Man. Or or if they could have made one kick in Lambeau Field, you'd yeah. be in a good game, too. You'd be Six and three. So bad. So bad. Um, ugh, frustrating. Um, Panthers under nine. They're six and two. I'm probably going to lose that one unless something drastic happens, I would think. so. Yep. Kind of an even year. We're looking at like three I got, two I probably don't got, and two other that are up in the air. So, uh, yeah, it'll be about about even. The yeah, only might come out only, slightly ahead on this one. I, I the only one I wound up putting money on, and it was a significant amount of money, was the Cowboys under. Yeah, and uh, and they need to go nine and seven for me to lose that. So mm-hmm. uh, if they lose more than two games the rest of the way, I'm good. And looking at their schedule, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Yeah, and they're not going to fire Jason Garrett anytime soon. Yeah, so that helps losing your cause at home. as well. Losing at home that that was a like losing at home to Tennessee was a big one. If they were four and four, I'd be like thinking about it a little bit. But losing mm-hmm. at home to Tennessee was a big one for me. Yeah, very good. All right. Well, what do you say we slide into week ten and try to figure out uh, where to place some bets? Thursday nighter, actually, an honest to goodness good football game. Carolina heading to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh minus three and a half. This actually opened up at Pittsburgh minus five and has now been bet down to Pittsburgh minus three and a half. Um, I think. Pittsburgh minus the three and a half is the best of the number right now. What do you think, Bill? I like Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I, think- I I like Pittsburgh, but I like them even more once we see the actives and inactives because Ryan Khalil is going to be a game time decision. He's a pretty big important part of what they do. Yeah. Uh, when you lose your center, that changes a lot, especially for the way they like to run the ball. So I'm, I want to see the actives and inactives in this game before I start uh, getting silly with bets. I, I I mean, yeah, don't throw all your money at it, but I think I like Pittsburgh either way there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just like obviously he's, he's an important part of it. And I'd like them a little bit more with him being involved. But I, again, a short week, Pittsburgh at home. They've been playing well lately, so Carolina's been good as well. But I, I think Pittsburgh gets this one by more than six. Yeah, be all right. Um, boy, Le'Veon Bell, <laughs> like he yeah. is. 
basically, I messaged this joke to Craig earlier, and I'm going to reuse it here, but he's basically Stephen Abootman <laughs> in the Canada on Strike episode of South Park at this point, where he's just like, oh, God, it, it's... He is, uh, but here's the thing about the, the difference between, and I know you're just uh, joking yeah. around about this, but the difference between the, the, this and the Abootman situation is, mm-hmm. uh, apparently, according to a new reading of the CBA, mm-hmm. and I, we, I understand we shouldn't be having new readings of the CBA, but no matter what happens, even if Le'Veon Bell doesn't play it down for the Steelers this year, they have to refranchise him next year, which they just simply cannot do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cap hit would be gigantuan. So um, Le'Veon Bell is going to get his money. Not from the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. but Le'Veon Bell is going to get his money. And if he decides the best thing for me is not to play another down of football because football is dangerous until I have my long-term deal, if he makes that decision... I I'm not gonna be mad at him about that. Yeah. And if you're a Steelers fan, you're upset about that. Tell the, tell your team to pay the guy. Is Look, someone gonna sign Bell to a long term deal at this point though? Yeah. This I, th- uh, this spring, yeah. Yeah, I would think that some team would be silly enough to do it. I mean, if I, I don't was, even think it's silly. Like he's a really really good football player. Just, like obviously like, depending on how the deal is. I know, but you can't. It depends on how the deal is structured. But yeah, like, like I don't think it's necessarily inv- silly to. You can't invest big money at the at the. The running back position, though, in, in yeah, but here's I, yeah, but here's the thing, though, is that shifting mm-hmm. from the perspective of if you can invest big money in a guy that yes plays running back, but is also a guy you can evolve in every phase of your offense from pass blocking and catching the ball to running the ball and things along those lines. If you can use him the ra- you, the way the, the the Rams use Todd Gurley, which the Steelers have done. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe maybe that investment can be worth it. I'm not saying it's going to be a great contract, but that contract, that big money, long-term deal that Le'Veon Bell wants, it exists. One of the 31 NFL teams that are not Pittsburgh is offering him this deal. Someone's- yeah, and that's basically been Le'Veon Bell's argument this whole time is, hey, I don't just run the ball for you. I also am, you know, right. I, I catch a lot of passes and, and, and whatnot. So, so, you know, I'm not just a one-trick pony here. Um I think when we look back on this like 10 years from now, Craig, we're probably going to look at Todd Gurley and say that Todd Gurley was the exception rather than the rule as far as, you know, like paying, you know, pay, paying uh, big, big money yeah, to and running backs enough. and having them be a difference, like a, a, a grand scheme difference in, in terms of, you know, wins and losses for your team. And yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't invest large in in running backs i just I just here's wouldn't. here's what i would say though if let's let's just say that the long-term deal isn't there let's say there's a, a deal that's guaranteed for three years with injury two years with performance mm-hmm. that's out there for Lavian bell yeah doesn't that make more sense for securing his financial future than a one-year deal with pittsburgh which oh, is what oh yeah, yeah, yeah on the table for him right now yeah, yeah. all i'm saying is that financially uh, there's you know there's risk reward with everything. Mm-hmm. If if Le'Veon Bell would have just played this season and not been hurt at all playing football, then yes he he cost himself you know eighteen million dollars whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But Le'Veon Bell's decided that I'm not going to risk yeah, long term injury yeah. by going out there on a one year deal again. And if I'm Le'Veon Bell, oh, I, yeah. I, I think that I think that makes sense. So I'm I'm not going to be hard like on the rock thirty times a game. You exactly. Know? Like mm-hmm. not only is he playing the most dangerous sport that we have in North America, but he's playing the most dangerous position in the most dangerous sport that we have in North America. It's 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 not a nice cocktail. So I get why he's saying, you know what, I want to avoid this right now until I've got some long term financial securities. And the Steelers could have done this in the summer if they thought it was a good idea. They didn't. That's their prerogative. 
I think that the problem here is the NFL's ridiculous CBA. It is not Levy and Bell's decision-making process. Mm-hmm. The NHL, or the NFL rather, they should be in a position where, yeah, you can franchise guys, but it should be like the old CBA where once a guy gets franchised, other teams can still sign him for draft pick compensation. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not two firsts anymore like it used to be, but you figure something out. So I, I think that uh, the Bell situation is, uh, is not a great one. But I'm not going to be. I'm not going to sit here and, and give Levy and Bell a hard time for what I think. It, it may not wind up being the best financial decision. We're never going to know because we're never going to know whether he would have got hurt this season or not. But if he doesn't play a down of football this year, I'm not going to be angry at him because he was doing what he thinks was the right making what he thinks is the right decision. No, and I, I would have I would have done the exact same thing and said I don't I don't think he was a idiot or something because obviously there's people who are portraying him as some sort of idiot who's cost himself you know tens of no. millions of dollars with this decision which i don't think is true because i i agree with you craig when that i do think that one of the other 31 teams will sign him to a big deal i just don't think it will be smart a deal that works out for that team yeah, yeah I just maybe don't that's think it'll maybe be that's true that works out for that team. but if you're leaving in bell you don't yeah. care about that no absolutely. you're leaving you care you care about cashing them checks man exactly and and i again for all the reasons you laid out and more i i agree with his decision to to sit out this season unfortunately it just hasn't worked and he should put on like that he, he should hire someone like mo to like <laughs> to come up behind James Conner and just be like, take that! Boom! <laughs> right? like, I'm actually not advocating. Don't do that, Le'Veon Bell. Um, <laughs> that was a joke. Um, yeah, I still like the Pittsburgh minus the three and a half. I think we're getting the best of the number at this point. If it was still Carolina plus five, I, I think that's that would have been the best of the number like it was early in this week. But at the three and a half, I like Pittsburgh. Sunday... Afternoon, 1 o'clock games. My Detroit Lions. Actually, before we even get into the 1 o'clock games, I forgot to mention that we have four teams who are on bye this week. Um, and we'll see if we want to talk about I assume you guys want to talk about a couple of these teams. Um, but first, Baltimore Ravens. Anything you want to say about the Baltimore Ravens, Craig? Nope. Nope. All right, Bill, anything? Baltimore? No, no. Yeah. All right. Good, good defense, not much else. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of talk about John Harbaugh. Um, maybe having coached his last days in Baltimore. Um, how does uh, John Harbaugh, coach of the Cleveland Browns, grab you, Craig? Uh, I much prefer John Harbaugh, coach of the Denver Broncos, to be honest. Fair, fair. But I mean, yeah. like, I would. I'm just. I'm curious as to see what it would be like in Cleveland if there was an adult in the room. You a know, competent like, head coach, you know, like very. I'm I'm curious as to see how that would go down, right? Like, I think like, that I think I think John Harbaugh as the coach with this Cleveland roster, you could do some things. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think like I think that the hardest thing to find is Baker Mayfield, and they've got him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, Houston Texans, they're on by. Anything you want to say about them, Bill? No, no. I mean, they're they're coming. They're looking pretty sharp nowadays, but we'll see. See if they can hold on. As they're in a they're in a crappy division. Yeah, as fraudulent as Tennessee is with their four wins, I think Houston is is somewhat just as fraudulent with a couple of their. Yeah, like, here's the thing though about yeah. what, what like I don't know whether they're six and three good, but are they best team in the AFC South good? I think Probably. so. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I do think so. Um, I think that's true. Your Minnesota Vikings, Bill, on by. How do you feel about them? Five, three, and one in as of week ten. I, I, you know what? I generally feel like I can get a pretty good read on the Vikings, and I haven't felt that way this year. Um, I, there's no game where I'm like, well, that's a lock. Mm-hmm. But at the same mm-hmm. time, there's no game where I look at them like they can't win this. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they have a huge variance, it seems, in, in when they're coming out and playing. Uh, so powerful offense, not as good of a defense as usual, but I, I still think they're defense get... are getting a bit healthier, though, I will say. Yeah, uh, they'll get to the playoffs and, and I, I do think they can win the division. Um, but I think they need a little more consistency if they want to take home a, a ring. Well, here's the thing is I think that they will be hosting a playoff game uh, this January. Um, but what I think is unlikely is that they win in Los Angeles and win and the Superdome two consecutive weeks, which appears to be what you're going to have to do to make the Super Bowl if you're not the Rams or Saints. And that seemed to that that that, that pretty clearly appears to be the path, right? Is you're yeah. going to have mm-hmm. if you're not the Rams or the Saints, you're going to have to beat those two teams in consecutive weeks. Yeah. Unless something weird happens. It's all over. But, uh, yeah, I, I think so. And and honestly, after what happened on Sunday, like there's a lot of schedule left, and the Saints play the, the Panthers two more times. Um, if the road to the Super Bowl runs through the Superdome, that is bad news for the other teams in the NFC. The uh, you know who who should be really happy that the Rams lost that game is Todd Gurley fantasy owners because Todd Gurley's probably going to have to play weeks 15 and 16 now with with some relative. Oomph, Depending on what the Rams think, and Saints right? do by then, yeah. but yes, you would think that, yeah, uh, yeah. Cause if, if they had won that game and had the tiebreaker on the Saints in a two-game lead, mm-hmm. there's every chance in the world they would have had home field in the NFC wrapped up by, like by week 13. 15, yeah. week 13, 15, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not going to happen now. So yeah. you're right. Last bye week team, Craig, your Denver Broncos and uh, Vance Joseph, I don't think is much longer for. No, and that's that's a good thing. Look, what he did, uh, the lack of aggression on offense, the final drive was uh, was was a fireable offense. If you ask me against Mm -hmm. Houston, Uh, there was just no reason to pull down the throttle the way that they did. So that was it. That was it Uh, in. I just I cannot believe that's the way things shook down. And Demarius Thomas said essentially uh, something on the lines of, "Oh yeah, we, we we stayed aggressive because we like to win over here on this team," which you know, tough but fair, Demarius. Yeah. Tough. It's, like, fair. Uh, uh, it's like I kid, yeah. but you hurt, Demarius. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's he's not wrong. Yeah. Um, that was, and you know, Brandon McMahon is is a, is a very reliable kicker, and I was surprised that he missed that kick. It was from yeah. fifty-one in Denver. Um, and he's one is like, yeah, 45, it's like 40. Right? Yeah, exactly. So I was surprised he missed that kick, but, uh, there's no it, reason yeah. to set the second. It no, left his foot set, too, right? Yeah. yeah. He was just like, there's Shit. no reason to settle for a 51 yard field goal True. when you could have had a 38 yard field goal. Mm-hmm. If you just managed the clock even remotely well. Yeah. And apparently there was something where like Bill O'Brien went by Vance Joseph in the, in the tunnel and was like, Hey, thanks a lot. You fucking idiot. Or something like that, 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 oh, you know, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's all here. Well, Bill right O'Brien's there. no, uh, yeah. Bill O'Brien is no Bill Belichick himself. So That's there's true. that element yeah, too. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. John Harbaugh coaching that team would be fun. Um, Sunday, one o'clock games, my Detroit lions who are just swimming in the punch bowl right now. Uh, head to Chicago to take on the fight in Trubisky's and the fight in Trubisky's are minus six and a half, Craig. This is a weird one. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Is that the, yeah. uh, I, I, the lions, I guess, but I'm not feeling comfortable about it. Yeah, me neither. Stay away from me. Cause I don't, I don't, yeah. or maybe, I don't know. I just don't want to lay six and a half with Trubisky. 
and Detroit hasn't shown me anything the past two weeks that would that would make me think that you you should. Well, they had this innovative play mm-hmm. on offense where they were running like an option play where Matt Stafford decided to pitch it to Daniil Hunter, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it went for a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. do you mean he's on the other team? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was. Uh... That was a that was a, that was a low point. Like I understand yeah. what Stafford was trying to do there, and, yeah, and Kerry yeah, If Kerry Johnson gets that ball, that might have been a pretty significant gain. But uh, yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, uh, that, that was not a wise choice. No, that that yeah, but that wasn't like oh my god, Nathan Peterman threw another pick six. That was no, Stafford yeah. tried something one time and it didn't work out, and he'll yeah. never do it again, right? And, yeah, like, and, 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 like <laughs> like he, he took he took a risk, and literally yeah. the worst possible thing happened. Yeah, exactly. It was like, well, <laughs> uh, what do you think, Bill? Chicago minus six and a half. I I gotta take the points here, so I gotta take the Lions. I think, uh, like you said, they haven't been impressive, but anytime you're getting close to a touchdown in a division game, I kind of like it. All right. Uh, next up, the New Orleans Saints, coming off the biggest win of this season, I would say, head to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. The Bengals, a now five and a half home point home dog. This opened up at Cincinnati plus four, is now plus. Five, um, Bill. What would Admiral Akbar have to say about this game? It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Cincinnati. I'm, t- I'm taking Cincinnati. I, I I think the, the Saints are going to win this game, but it's close, so I'll take the I'll take the Bengals too. Yeah. I, I, this this is a a absolute trap. Be careful out there. Everybody's going to bid spending. And you know what this is? How are we blowing it, smoke up the Saints? But if right? you're the Saints, like, though, because this is not quite your older brother's Saints team mm-hmm. where all they can really do is chuck it. If you're the Saints, I think this is a bit of a Mark Ingram game mm-hmm. as oh. opposed to a Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, <clears throat> Des Bryant game. Yeah, I was going to say, could it be uh, a Des Bryant game there, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't think we're going to be seeing much of Des, but uh, I think this is a Mark Ingram game. And because it's a Mark Ingram game, you're going to have perhaps a couple fewer possessions and you're going to want five and a half points. So, yeah, give me give me the Bengals here. But I don't think it's one where everyone's running up and down the field like they were uh, with the Saints and the Rams and Superdome. Bill, anything to add to this one? Not particularly. I, I, I like Cincinnati for that reason. It, it, just out of curiosity, like you switch this and you put this in the Superdome. What's the line? Oh, Saints spot. I seven. Seven. no. Least, oh, I think it's more than that. Yeah, at least a, you're it's giving not only Cincinnati. I think it's. I think it's ten. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's like, all, I, I, almost I, ten. I think. I, I think that the no, way I think Vegas. Eight. I think it's eight. eight? Yeah, I think. I think. I think yeah. I think the way that Vegas values the Superdome though is more than just three points. But also, since I guess like we didn't see that. Games, but mm-hmm. yeah, like, no. Like I think that's these are two teams that tend to not nearly do as well on the road. So. Um, I think Saints, probably by the way, haven't the Saints haven't lost a road game this season. No, they have not. Something to keep in mind. Yeah, they've barely lost at all this season. They're much better than they usually are. Yeah, uh, well, and that's that's the thing. Um, the only game they've lost this season was the game that Ryan Fitzpatrick threw a bajillion touchdowns. That and I think we're gonna like you know we look back on the weird week one game every year. It's pretty obvious from the start. Like okay, it's probably gonna be the Saints in Tampa, and here we are. And yes, it was certainly the Saints in Tampa. Saints are also undefeated on the road against the spread as well. Right. Uh, yeah, I still like Cincinnati, though. This is, this so is, do I. Yeah. That, that, you don't stand defeated against the spread forever. Yeah. Um, next up, the Atlanta Falcons, uh, who seem like they've righted the ship, are heading to Cleveland to take on the Browns, the dog pound. Atlanta laying four and a half on the road. Oh, my God. Uh, God. Take the Browns. <laughs> oh, God. 
I can't believe I said Yeah, no, take, I'm, I'm taking take the Browns, Browns, too. Take the Browns. I've, oh, God. I'm absolutely taking the Browns. Oh, so bad. I hate it so much, but I think you have to take the Browns here. What do, what do you think, Bill? Talk me out of it. Talk me out of taking the Browns, Bill. You know what? I, I'll say this. I'm not sure I can talk you out of taking the Browns, mm. but I'm certainly not enamored with this one. Like, I, I wouldn't take them that confident. Like, Atlanta could easily get high-flying and win this game mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. by quite a bit. I think Cleveland's they, defense yeah. is pretty good, I will say. And are they going to be able to slow down this Falcon attack? We'll see. But Cleveland's defense is 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 more than okay. And I think that the Browns, if their plan is okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna run it. We're just gonna ground and pound. I think they might have a chance to do that a little bit better than 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 Washington did. Uh, the, the secret is don't be like Washington and get behind by two scores early. That's what uh, really hurt the uh, the Washington team. So if if Cleveland can keep this game close in the first quarter, they'll cover. So I like the I like the Browns. Even the Falcons they scored thirty one on Carolina, thirty six on the Bengals, thirty seven on the Saints. Those are all good defenses. Mm-hmm. You know, like these these people are not like well if it's a good defense they won't score. The Falcons can score, man. Yeah, um, but how many like they've played a lot of games where they only end up with fourteen points too, and yeah. there's not, no way to figure that one out. But I, I again I I take Cleveland, um, but I'm certainly not uh, thrilled about it. The other thing that hurt Washington, Craig, was uh, the injuries <laughs> that uh, kept happening in that game. Yeah, so many. Sure, not that. But uh, yeah, they turns got... out football's dangerous. Yeah, who'd have thunk it? Um, next up, the Jacksonville Jaguars head to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. The Colts getting the standard three-point home bump. I think that the hate has gone too far on the Jaguars, and I might be taking the plus three. What do you think, Bill? I think I, I think I take Jacksonville here. Mm-hmm. Um, the Colts are just not good, and and Jacksonville, like the Colts are always bad, consistently bad. And Jacksonville, I've seen play well before. Uh, uh, Leonard Fournette being back, I think that is going to settle down the Jacksonville offense. I, and I know that there's good Blake and bad Blake, but I think that Leonard Fournette being back is going to settle down the Jacksonville offense. I like the Jags. I, th- I think this is just the hate has gone too far on Jacksonville here. And, and, and the Colts. Now that like, said, if the, if the, if bad, the hate right? on Jacksonville is, hey, Blake Bortles is going to wreck this for you. <laughs> True. Like, that's that's understandable that someone might be worried about that. Opinion. Yeah. 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 I get it, though. I just, I think the Colts here are a sucker bet, aren't they? Like, you, you're like, oh, man, I'm, I got Andrew Luck only giving three at home against Jacksonville, who sucks, yeah. right? Like, like uh, they, you they have just... the Jaguars front seven against the Colts offensive right, line. Right. Yeah. Like, best luck with that. The Colts just seem like such a sucker bet to me. Did the Colts beat Jacksonville already this year? And I'm like, for you, like. I don't. I think this is the first time they play, but I'll, I'll, I'll look that up. I remember to be the Colts beating somebody and us being like, how the hell did that happen? Um. I can't remember if this is the highest line of the season or if it's close to the highest line of the season, but next up, Arizona is heading to Kansas City, and the Chiefs are laying minus 16.5 uh, just to stay away from me. What do you think, Bill? I take Arizona here, but for yeah. no reason other than that's a disgusting amount of yeah. points. It's it's a hold uh, your nose and take the points. Yeah, yeah a, but uh, no, here, to, to me, it's a stay away. Yeah. I understand the plays take the points, but for me, it's a stay away from this perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how in it the Cardinals are. Mm-hmm. So let's just say let's just say the game starts like this. Kansas City gets the ball first. They come down, they score, and they just do their efficient and, you know, spinning the ball on their finger type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Rosen fumbles, or even like there's a three and out for Arizona, and Kansas City has the ball. They're up seven nothing in second possession of the game. This is not an outlandish scenario. 
you're not feeling good about your 16 and a half when that's going on. You're thinking to yourself, oh, no. man, some bad stuff's about to happen. But like you, it, you, I just wouldn't want any part of that because Kansas City's offense is just so efficient. Yeah, the public is coming in so hard on Kansas City, as they should, because the public are suckers, and they're like, oh, Kansas City against one of the two worst teams in the league? Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll lay the points. And it's just like... Like so much can go wrong. If this gets to, lying, if this, yeah. yeah, so much can go wrong. You're right because you know the the, the, the exact same scenario goes the other way. Mm-hmm. Kansas City's defense is not good. Christian Kirk breaks one, or mm-hmm. David Johnson breaks one early in the game, mm-hmm. and it's seven nothing Arizona. And you're like, or, oh my god, I have yeah. twenty three and a half points, or a bad snap, and that like, like yeah, yeah all bad snap sort, like, and a scoop I, and score. I'm not right? saying yeah. bet on Kansas City. No. I'm just saying that there are some very easy to envision scenarios Indeed. where if you have money on Arizona, you're going to think to yourself, yeah. and like very early in this game. Where you can think to yourself, oh, no, this is yeah. not what we want. This is not a good situation. Because that Chiefs offense is just so efficient. And there's so many things that can just happen very quickly. And Arizona's got some good players on defense. But the thing about the Chiefs is they've got a lot of options as far as guys that can yeah. do bad things to you. So <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Stay, stay away. Stay away. I, I don't recommend uh, betting on this football game. Uh, next up, the Buffalo Bills are heading to New York to take on the Jets. Craig, if you would, please. Well, what? You're stomping all over me. <laughs> wait, oh, wait. This is the most obvious one in the history of the time we've been doing this. Scott Hansen. under yeah. no circumstances should you show this game. The over-under is 36 and a half. And Sam Darnold. <laughs> oh. Sam Darnold, the one thing that might have been interesting about this game is not part of is probably not going to play. So Scott Hansen, under... No circumstances should this game be shown. I don't care what else is going on. I don't care if we have to show. Like, honestly, if if, if there's no other games on, show me a red zone from Rams Saints last week. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, I've seen this one. I don't care. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good episode of Red Zone. <laughs> oh, man. God. This, is the, this isn't just the Scott Hansen game of... This is maybe the Scott Hansen game of the season. The Scott Hansen game of the year, of the century, of the deck, you know, the decade, the century, et cetera, et cetera. Now this we is did so have bad. a Arizona Cardinals versus CJ Beathard game, but yeah, yeah this no, this, this is, is because that was in the four o'clock slot. Mm-hmm. This is the one o'clock slot where the Scott Hansen game truly belongs. Yeah, and that said, I kind of want to bet the Bills in this game. <laughs> yeah, so do I. And um, full disclosure. I already did bet the Bills in this game, <laughs> but I bet them on Monday when the line was plus eight. And Let me. Oh, okay. Right now, Let me ask you this. they're plus six and a half. If I'm do if if I'm doing, let's say a seven point three team teaser. Yeah. Or a three event teaser in this particular case. Mm-hmm. And who cares what the other teams I pick are? Doesn't matter. Yeah. And I can get over twenty nine and a half points <laughs> for Buffalo and the Jets. <laughs> Is that something I should do, or is that a masochistic bet? Over 29 and a half? I, 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 th- I, I think you could. Like, like I, yeah, I wouldn't, couldn't be, this I, I wouldn't be against couldn't, it. Couldn't this game be 10 to 7? Like, couldn't, isn't it that could something easily, that might happen? It could be like what we saw with Miami uh, in the Jets last week, where it was uh, like that 9 was, to 6 the that entire was the worst time. Football right? game of the season, yeah. You know what? You can bank on four turnovers. That's four field goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just like... Okay, so there's 12. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so there's 12. You understand that I need another... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need another 16 and a half. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's that's more than two touchdowns that I still need if there are four field goals. So it's not bad. But I can't believe that you can tease it down seven points to get thirty in an and to get like over on thirty in an NFL football game. God. Yeah, this is like this is like uh, yeah, you can get that over under line at thirty for the Bills Jets in twenty eighteen, and if you're betting the Army Navy game in nineteen seventy two. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you get an over under line of thirty. You have to bet one of those. Oh man. Um. Todd Bowles in the hot seat now these days too, and, and as you have said, he's apparently benching Darnold, who is man, no, he's guy, he, uh, Darnold's hurt, or he's hurt. Sorry, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, Darnold's, Darnold's also a turnover machine, man. It's, it's, oh, he's been really bad lately. He's been, he's been very bad. bad Basically, he's he's still coasting on the fumes of that Lions game that makes no sense. If that like that that Lions Jets Monday Nighter in Week One would be the weirdest game of the year, if not for that Buffalo. Vikings game, which yes. won't make sense 50 yeah. years from now when we look back on this. When you, when, well, when the three sense are bound, 50 yeah. minutes from now, <laughs> exactly. Like it's it's like God, uh, it, ridiculous. But I don't know. I kind of I, I think you have. Hey, to if you want to bet Buffalo, I'm not going to be mad about I it. Like I, I understand. Like you're talking. Like about... think about it this way: the over under is 36 and a half, yeah. and you can start the game up by a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, and the Jets but are. I, you know, if the Jets aren't even sending Darnold out there, like who are, who are they going to be sending? It's going to be Josh McCown, right? Like, are, 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 you laying, all right. are you laying six and a half with Josh McCowan, though? No, no, you're not betting. No one bets on the Jets in this game, right? Like, yeah. No, so the only the only bets Buffalo. Yeah, I think I think I got to take but Buffalo. One thing I've noticed is that we spent too much time talking about this game. Well, because I think it's actually <laughs> yeah, it's true. But I mean, it's mostly been jokes. But also, I think that there's value here on the Bills. Is is the thing? I think yeah. they're that bad that there's value here. Uh, anything to add, Bill? What? No. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Last minutes. Come on. All right. Do you have uh, any other? Uh, do you have any other, uh, any other jokes about the over/under being thirteen and a half or thirty-six and a half, rather? God, that's hilarious. Coming off that fifty-nine and a half we had in Saints Rams, which if you took the over in that, which obviously every sucker on the planet did, and then you didn't have to sweat it one iota the way that oh, game turned uh, out, right? Yeah, you're oh. basically covered by like the early in the third quarter. Yeah. God. All right. Um. Wow, this game isn't fun either. Um, Washington, the Washingtons are heading to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay getting the three-point home bump, minus three. Uh, thoughts on this one, Bill? Washington? I think despite... Uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I don't think Tampa Bay's that good, and I think Washington has has been a little bit better. I mean, they were not great last week, um, but I think, they, I think they can win this one. I'll take Washington here on the road or no. I think it might be time to get off the the Washington bandwagon there. What do you think, Craig? Yeah, I don't want any part of this. Um, I kind of like Tampa minus the three. I think they might be. I think they might be one of my five. Nah, I I, I don't want any part of this. Uh, I, I I I I don't know. I thought the Buccaneers had quit until maybe they just quit on Jameis Winston, but not everybody else. Yeah. Which so fair society? Yeah, you know, know why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if I was on that team, would I quit on Jameis Winston? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, if um, yeah, Fitzpatrick's gonna play, I'll take. Uh, I suppose I would take Tampa. I, I did not like what I saw. I, I I should have bet the Eagles to win the NFC East when I had the chance. Yeah, you think so? Mm. Yeah. After like. Yeah, they, I, they I really, were like, I really they thought were like, Washington. I really thought Washington was going to beat Atlanta. Yeah, this week. they were like really plus two eighty. Yeah, they were like plus two eighty. I think uh, on week eight, I think yeah. we looked that up. And I remember saying that the, the Washingtons were plus seven hundred at the start of the season. So if you have that bet, you're uh, grinding your teeth a little bit right now. I think. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. 
Um, last game of the 1 o'clock slate, New England heads to Tennessee, and New England is laying minus 6.5 on the road. Um, Tennessee, short week. New England, still awesome as always, and uh, beat the Packers on Monday night also. So semi-short week for them too, having the Sunday nighter. Minus 6.5 on the road, we think, Bill. Got to go New England here. Mm. I don't think six and a half is enough. So, uh, I mean, Tennessee's looked pretty good, but I still think New England's going to be able to comfortably beat Tennessee here. This is kind of a be careful out there game for me because, um, man, I don't know. Like, I, I guess because the Patriots sometimes have trouble with those QBs who can. Yeah, and that's and isn't going, this the right? sort of game the Patriots like? The Patriots are going to win, but isn't this the sort of game they went like? Gus, All right, they, with the last second field goal. Yeah, or and, even yeah. like you know they have like a late defensive stand type of thing when Tennessee mm-hmm. has a chance to come down and tie the game. Like, <sighs> yeah. I, I'd probably take the Titans here. Yeah, I think so too. I just hope New England doesn't get that's famous salt. last words though. Yeah, like, true. I, I I don't think Tennessee's been going to I five just because this is the sort like this like the Titans are a team that does bad things to themselves. So mm-hmm. hope so. Um, what is the best game? Uh, New Orleans-Cincinnati, I think. Easily the best yeah. game of, of oh, definitely. The, the 1 o'clock slate. And really not much competition elsewise. This is not a good uh, set of No, it's not, uh, Other it's than not Can- a yeah, set. Kansas City-Arizona has some some barn burner potential by that. I mean, Arizona will get their barn burn while Cincinnati dances around. Or Kansas City <laughs> dances around, I should say. Um... All right, let's head to the 4 o'clock games. First up, the Los Angeles Chargers head to... Oakland, I quote unquote head to Oakland, and Oakland is a ten-point home dog, and boy, they look like they've. Given Here's up on the you know we talk about teams that have quit and whatnot. I think it's pretty clear the Raiders have very much quit. They just mm-hmm. got smoked by a guy who's never played above. Uh, uh, well, I never played big time college football. Yeah. Uh, like it was bad. He's a D two quarterback, yeah. Yep. Yep. And he looked exactly. like, and he looked, and people were like, second coming of Montana. And I was just like, Jesus, really? <laughs> oh. Like, yeah. I was like, probably like, not. He, right? Yeah. Like, he made he made some nice throws, but a lot of the a lot of the touchdowns he had was like, oh, the, oh a 49ers player has the ball. Yeah, someone else will tackle him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, Love that. Was, oh. um, what we've got here is we've got a roster of players that have mostly decided, you know what, my NFL career is likely going to continue someplace else. Mm-hmm. So the players have decided, you know what, I'm out. I've, uh, they, they've turned on their coach. And typically that means, well, at the end of the season, we're just going to fire the coach and figure some things out. Well, this coach is owed $100 million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't think he's going to get fired. In fact, I think what they're going to do is fire a whole lot of players. Now, they're off to a good start from that perspective because they have three first-round picks. And the other thing they have going for them is being able to recruit free agents with, yeah, it's Oakland now, but soon it'll be Vegas and come play for us then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's still a really bad situation, though. I know that you should never decide to give 10 points to a road team, but if you're ever going to do it, now's the time. Yep. Look, I mean, uh, with this, this kid absolutely lit Oakland up. How is Phillip Rivers not going to throw five touchdowns here? Oh, I know. I think it, I, and like Philip, like, you know, there's like, is, is Mike Williams going to get open at some point for a big long touchdown? Yes. Is Tyrell Williams going to get open at some point for a big long touchdown? Probably. Is Keenan Allen? Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah. if, you know, like that's going to happen. Tackling. I mean, a bubble screen is going to go for 88 yards because no one tackles them. 
Yeah. Phil Rivers might like, be able to do the Nelson in this game where he just goes, ah, hell, I'll do it myself, and then lobs one up to himself <laughs> 50 yards down the field. Right? Like, I hope so. Yeah. God. Um, you know what? This this is the a little – let's do a public service announcement to the Chargers here. If there was ever a game where you should never dress your kicker, huh? why not make it this game? Yeah. <laughs> Just use the extra roster spot for somebody else. Yeah, or like, like just something like obviously have him out there to do kickoffs after you've scored your f- fourth and fifth touchdowns of the day, but don't kick field goals at any point. Let your let your no let your punter handle kickoffs and you just go for two every time after every touchdown. Yeah, exactly. Like well, and, and, that. Just, or, and and always go for it on fourth, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Just just get freaky with it, Chargers. There's no reason whatsoever to put your kicker who I think missed an extra point and a field goal. At like in three straight games, which is play this game like it's Madden. Console. Yeah, like, no. like you like, should oh, absolutely play it like the better like a, fleet flicker. Yeah, yeah, like you should absolutely play it like a seven-year-old plays Madden online. You yeah, should, that's exactly. exactly how you should play this game. Um, next up for the four o'clock slate, Miami heads to Green Bay. Green Bay minus ten on or at home. Um. Are the Green Bay Packers good enough that they should be favored by 10 against anybody, Craig? I've only got them at 9.5. Um, mm-hmm. But well, probably probably, probably not. I would say is the answer. Uh, probably not favored by 10 against anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, but like, I think at the same know. time, though, like... Brock Osweiler at Lambeau Field. Yeah, like that's I, that's gonna happen, right? Brock Osweiler two and two in his last four. Uh, but yeah, I, I think you're right. Like, cause like the, the way I look at this game is, you look at this and you should take Miami plus the ten, right? Like that's what you should do. But there's just so many other games that have better value. Like there's so many other better numbers out there than than taking, as you said, Brock Osweiler in Lambeau Field. Uh, what do you think about this one, Bill? I, I think I take the points here mm-hmm. um, and just hope that Rodgers doesn't go completely crazy. Um, yeah, this this game, it, it's towards the end of the game and Green Bay's up by seven. I can just see them burning out a bunch of clock, Miami trying last minute and failing. Um, I don't think Green Bay runs away with this one. I don't. Um, so the, I'm going to take the points. Yeah, the backdoor yeah. cover is there's yeah. Yeah, backdoor cover potential here because Green Bay's defense is uh, not so good, but um, yeah. Strange one. Uh, last game of the 4 o'clock slate, Seattle heads to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. The Rams also favored by 10. All three 4 o'clock games, 10-point spreads. As, as I'm looking mm-hmm. at now, that has to be a first, I would say. Yeah. Um, I kind of like Seattle here. even though I like the Seahawks a lot here. Yeah. I, 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 I feel I've got a pretty good read on Seattle as yeah. far as the team they are, and I like the Seahawks a lot here. And I knew, like... Um, well, we went back and forth in the Chargers and, and Seahawks last week, and I think that we've. I think it, it's fair to say that the like I don't know where Chargers are the third best team in the AFC. Is there a, is there any dispute or argument there at this point? I know that the mm-hmm. the, the, the wins haven't been glorious, but uh, are the Chargers the third best team in the AFC? That's clear to us at this point. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. And and that said, Russell Wilson also threw a touchdown pass that a guy should have caught to tie the game. That's true. Right? Like, That's true. That's true. Right? That's true. So there, there was that. Of course, the Chargers, the Chargers had four missing points. True. Uh, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh, all I'm saying is the, the Seahawks took what I think is the third best team in the AFC right to the wire. Mm-hmm. 
and I think the Seahawks are, are, are a pretty good football team. Uh, so I, oh, I shouldn't say pretty good, but they're, 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 they're not terrible and not bad enough that, uh, I want to give up 10 points to them even against the vaunted Rams. So I will, uh, I'll take the Seahawks. All right. I, I agree. Anything to add on this one, Bill? Mm, no, I, I think I go with the Seahawks here. Mm-hmm. Um, the game earlier in this year was a back and forth one too in Seattle that I think the Rams won by three, if I remember correctly. Or the, the Seattle covered the game at home. That's all I remember. I don't think they're going to turn this one into an air show. So I think if you get a fairly conservative football game, having ten points is a luxury. Yeah, and if I remember correctly, I think the Rams were favored by a touchdown at Seattle. I think I think it was Rams minus seven at Seattle. Seattle covered that, so now by that logic, the Rams are getting that same spread plus the three point home bump. So I guess that makes sense. Uh, Sunday nighter. Oh God! Like two weeks in a row, this Dallas team is in friggin' This is so bad. I hate watching this Dallas Cowboys team. I hate everything about them. I hate constantly getting shots of Jerry Jones in the booth, either you know celebrating a touchdown or, or just I hate shots on the sidelines of, of Jason Garrett clapping all the time. Like it's it's just I hate Ezekiel Elliott running like eight yards for a touchdown and then doing the like feed me more thing. It's just I I I, I hate this Dallas Cowboys team. Ugh. I hate them. I hate schnoodles and snocks and whatnot. I was, I was trying to make a Grinch reference there and failed. But anyway, I do not like the Dallas Cowboys. I do not like green eggs and ham. Um, Philadelphia minus seven at home. What do you think, Bill? Uh, I got to take Philly here. Dallas has been a mess. Um, I, I think Dallas is not going to be able to move the ball very well here. And, and Philly will be able to. So give me Philly. Points or no. Will I bet the Cowboys against Philly? No, I won't. I think it's silly. <laughs> well played. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, I would go with... I would definitely go with the Eagles here. I think that the Eagles are figuring some things out. They've had a nice bye week to really uh, really solidify that. Obviously, there's still uh, some injury issues along the uh, the offensive line there, but uh, uh, I, I, I'll take the Eagles here. Yeah. Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles apparently uh, ready to come back, so that's, Ooh, that's good news go. for them, that's too. Their weapon. I was trying yeah, to that's, just, that's, just, that's just a guy that when he's out there, you at the very least have to be like, what's that guy up to? You yeah. know, He's like the little guy at the end in that uh, Asian mob fight. And, uh, yeah. He's going to do something. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to do something. So you're like, you don't want to like not be looking at him if you're on defense. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to like put a capper on the Dr. Zeus references with, like, they play without Aikman. <laughs> they play without Emmett. <laughs> they play without coaches, trainers, or plays, right? Like, <laughs> oh God, Dallas, they make me so sad. I just hate that we have to watch uh, them play like five primetime games. Yeah, a, a that's what frustrates me. That all these, like, there's a lot of good teams out there that are not catching primetime. After, after all yeah. the years, and and rightfully so, I think with the talk of. Like my like there there was a a, a like decade long streak there where my Detroit Lions who sucked sucked and sucked a great deal you know there every every year we had to write the articles uh, or somebody would pen the article of should the lions be kicked off the thanksgiving day games even though they invented the thanksgiving day games um you know you're very welcome society 
and we never that actually hear was that actually was a good win for everybody so thank you for that no. yeah right like like that is the one thing the lions have contributed to the national football league is is the uh like one of the fords back in the day was like hey everybody's sitting around doing nothing on thanksgiving why don't we play a couple of football games right and then now we have that awesome thing but yeah. like the lions were obviously so bad in the mid-2000s that every year it was like why do we have to watch this team play on thanksgiving so like how come nobody pens the articles? Why do we have to watch the Dallas Cowboys play seven primetime games a year when they suck, right? Like, it's it's just in... Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's... Yeah. Well, you know why. It's the I, Cowboys I know precisely and whatnot, why. But, like, yeah, team. it's funny. You're right. It is it is stupid that, you know, so most other NFL that, yeah. teams, they're this... Like, obviously, the Cowboys had that nice year two years ago. But, like, mm-hmm. look at the look at the Jaguars, for example. I know it's totally different. But just, you know, most other NFL teams, that they're this mediocre for this long, which the Cowboys have been mostly for five, six years here. They don't get that many primetime games. The Jaguars haven't had a Sunday night football game since I think 2006 they've hosted and they were going to have one next week and then they got flexed out. Yeah. And all of their primetime games are, or quote unquote primetime games are the nine 30 London game once a year that they play. Right. They got, they have a Thursday game, but everyone gets a Thursday Thursday game. game, So the the Sunday night game is the game that is, is the, to me, the game of the week. That's the game that the most eyes are on. Yeah. And to get flexed out of that, after all these years of being terrible, and you're like, oh, okay, we're finally good, and then you get flexed out like that. Uh, this was next week they got flexed. Yeah, out? yeah, they got they got flexed out next week. Minnesota, uh, that Chicago that yeah, Minnesota Chicago is now the night's game. Not, now the Pittsburgh got they got flexed out. Oh, they that's... got flexed out for Minnesota. Uh-huh. But you know what? Like, I'd probably rather watch Minnesota and Chicago. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm going to be argumentative about that. But yeah, it's not bad. I, I just if, if if you're if you're a Jags fan. If you're Jason from the good place, that would suck. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thinking that uh, that Jaguars Pittsburgh game next week is not the worst game, and you know, like like much worse Sunday night games have not been flexed out than that one is 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 what I'll say. Uh, speaking of awful football games, Monday nighter, the New York Giants are heading to San Francisco. Both teams getting a fair amount of rest. San Francisco ten days rest, having destroyed Oakland. And the Giants had a bye week, so they're on the super rest. A lot of rest in this game. San Francisco laying three, getting a three-point home bump with, uh, what was his name, Chris Mullins? Is... Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Nick it's Mullins. all the same. Yeah, whatever. Um, Nick Mullins versus Eli Manning, the matchup we all knew was going to happen on Monday night. Uh, can you conjure up a thought at all on this one, Bill? Oh, Giants have more talent. Go with the Giants, I guess. Um, I I do think that the Giants have been just abysmal on every level. Um, but there was a few games in there that I think they could have won, and San Francisco's not a great team. I think i got to go with the Giants here. Um, I'm going to take the Niners based on coaching. Yeah, it's... Certainly something. I mean, I would appreciate it since the Giants have, have, you know, as I mentioned off the top of the show here, that uh, the Giants managed to uh, give me a good old boot right to the right to the acres on this one. Uh, I would say that uh, if they were to come through for me and really put away this San Francisco bet, I, you know, that'd be much appreciated by me. But I, I, I can see laying the three with San Francisco. I just don't know if, if this uh, Nick Mullins, if that is his real name, uh, if, you know, if any of what I saw last week was real. Because I, I think Oakland is, is some kind of awful. The, uh, here's what I'll say about the Niners. Mm-hmm. 
They're terrible. Yeah. Uh, they're not good. But um, the only games this season that they haven't had a chance to win in the waning moments, like it's, you know, being more than a one score game in the last couple of minutes, um, home to the Rams and at Kansas City. Mm-hmm. You know, they they, they lost a nail biter against. Yeah, yeah. Those guys lost might not want to try, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, lost a nail biter against the Chargers, nail biter against Green Bay. Uh, had a last second touchdown go against them against Oakland. Should have beat Green Bay. I had a, uh, hey, a big hey, old rant definitely. on this podcast about that. <laughs> yeah, definitely should have beat Green Bay. And hey, with Mullins, maybe they would have. But the point stands for I think that the Niners, like, they're, they're better than their record, even without Garoppolo. And I think they're a well coached team. Um,. I, I think I would take the Niners here, but that's the sort of thing that you say until Saquon Barkley does ridiculous things, which he he might very well against them. All right, let's do our Week 10 picks. No friend of the show picks this week, unfortunately, because I, I just completely gapped that this week when uh, I just had a lot going on and couldn't figure it out. So that one's on me. Well, hopefully we'll be back next week with a friend of the show pick. Bill Needles in first place after a nice little Week 9 who you got? Let's see. So I like Pittsburgh this week. We'll go with uh, the early game. I like the Giants taking the late game. Who did I have in between here? Philly I have. I'm also going to take the Washingtons. I like them to beat Tampa Bay. And then, God, Really? I wrote down Arizona because that number is so freaking high. Uh, but I'm going to take the Chargers instead. A line that is also high, but in the other direction. Uh, <laughs> Craig Needles, in second, who you got? Well, taking Cleveland. I'm going to take Cincinnati. I'm going to take Tennessee. I'm, uh, I'm also taking the Chargers. Which I know it seems silly, but I think Oakland's quit. Mm-hmm. And to wrap it up, give me the 49ers. Ooh. All right. I'm going to take Cincinnati as well. I'm also going to take Cleveland. I'm going to take Jacksonville. I'm going to lay the points with Tampa Bay. And for my last one here, I got a bit of a sticking point because when I wrote this down, I had Buffalo plus eight. Buffalo is minus or, or is plus six and a half now. Um, I'm going to let you guys decide if you want to give me that eight or if I'm going to go with my backup pick. I'll give you a seven. Give me seven. Uh, I'm not sure if I like the seven. It's Peter, man. You can have 12. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to like the eight. If, if I, I was going to take... Eight's okay. All right. If, uh, if, so full disclosure on that one. Uh, so, yeah, Buffalo, but uh, I'm getting the eight. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, I can't get the eight now if, if you're trying to track it at home, uh, my backup pick, I was going to take Seattle plus the 10. That that was going to be my pick. Uh, crossover Podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. Email contact at thecrossoverpodcast.com. Please rate and review on iTunes. Five stars only, though. And as always, you don't have to listen, but please download this podcast. Uh, we will be back later on in this week in a couple of days with our Daredevil Season 3 review we recorded that earlier i just need to cut and edit it so it will be out later on this week and i believe you guys will be back next week with me to talk week 11 in the national man it's it's almost over <laughs> the national football league it is it is 
already in double digits. We're moving by at a pretty good clip. Uh, right. Craig Needles and Bill Needles, as always, thank you very much for doing this. You got it, man. Thank you. All right. Talk to you next time on the Crossover Podcast. Crossover.